getting their getting their startups going, working on their passion product pro project, you know, really just um, taking that time during COVID to get things going, construction, um, getting getting their ideas, just putting their ideas into place, and it's just been really inspiring. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, we've had a lot of fun with with what we talked about so far. So we always like to start with and um, tell us a little bit about yourself, like if you're from Wichita or how you wanted to end up here, and then how. Um, Big, huge sign up on Douglas like 
two months before we were ready to open because we were like, is this really happening? There's like paper in the windows forever. We're like, are you still doing this? Like we're starting to get like, because we did a Kickstarter campaign and everything. And it seemed like, you know, people were starting to lose a little, like, are you still, you know, once they saw the sign, like, okay, this must be happening like, like next week or something. It's like, no, we still got a couple months of like mm-hmm. in the waiting on license. As you guys, I've talked about this before on here, but anything with alcohol is a big struggle in Kansas. And I'm sure other places as well. And so, yeah, she was talking about a zoning issue. When you're opening a drinking establishment, you're not supposed to be so many feet away from schools, parks, churches. It's like a whole thing. But nobody tells you that until you decide <laughs> where your location Fine. is. And then Finally. Yeah, nobody yeah. tells you that. So, yeah, it's um, – and we were talking about this before we started – before we uh, started recording that I'm on several different committees with, like, the chamber and with the city to work with the city to how do we – eliminate some of the red tape how do we how do we streamline processes i mean i really like to see the checklist mm-hmm. like before you sign a lease maybe right. like <laughs> yep. check and then you do this and you check and you have to because you because with liquor licensees you have to have a federal a state and a city mm-hmm. you have to be a certain order mm-hmm. and they're just it's not really explained and they all don't talk to each other so it's just like they just assume if you do call and ask questions that you're yep. supposed to know <laughs> like yeah. so that's something we've been hearing a lot and elaine you know that that we're working on it we've been we've been open for you know almost six years and it's still a struggle sometimes and knowing that when I hear new businesses coming especially this is alcohol that there's just always a lot of issues and the thing that we kept telling ourselves the whole time you know because I know what you're going through is we just kept saying like if it was easy everybody would do it if it was easy it'd be one on every corner right everybody would just figure this out so So speaking of you could do it (laughs) in the past year such a good resource for anyone in the industry been through it and you're in the inside and trying to work and help it um, help the process so you'd be a great resource but speaking of different and mm-hmm. if yeah. it was easy everyone would do it tell us a little bit about how all your vino and wine cabinet is going to be different yeah yeah I'm so excited yep so honestly the first time we ever saw something like this was when we I said we like travel we had gone to Italy now it had Riven Greve which in Tuscany it had these self service dispensers. Now, it was more for you to go try lots and lots and lots of wine because we wanted to ship home. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really didn't think about it. It was a very fun experience. Um, and then late in 2019, I had to take a trip to Wisconsin, stumbled across another mm-hmm. really cute wine bar that had this Napa Technology wine tasting machine. And so I came home so excited about, again, what if, because we didn't know at that point anything was going to get jump started, and um, and so it was just the coolest thing. So what we are going to do is, um, and I'll talk about because you're right, the whole anything to do with alcohol in the state of Kansas is <laughs> a little bit cumbersome. But we've got one added complication, and oh. that's because it's self-dispensing. Oh, yeah. So self-dispensing alcohol is a fairly new concept. Um, thankfully, there's a place in Topeka that kind of helps with <laughs> lobbying. Yes. to get us at least one step closer. There's still going to be limitations that we're going to try to make sound as fun as possible. Yeah. Um, but you'll walk in and you get a card. Um, right now, because of Kansas law, each card is, restric- is restricted to 15 ounces at mm-hmm. a time. Mm-hmm. So the card will have 15 ounces. You tell us how much money you want to put on that. There will be 18 bottles of wine in four machines, or 16 bottles of wine in four mm-hmm. machines, ranging from white all the way up to heavy red. Um, you walk up with your card that's been preloaded with those ounces and the dollars that you mm-hmm. want to spend. 
and use and read the description. You can see some of the comments. We'll probably have snack favorites, you know, things like, oh, if you're going to have this to eat, you should try this one with it. Um, and then you have an option. There's three buttons, a, a one-ounce pour, a three-ounce pour, or a six-ounce pour. Yeah. So you can basically have a sample, mm -hmm. a half glass or a full glass, um, and then go back and sit down and relax. And we'll have heavy appetizers. Um, we'll also have different bottles and canned beers, hopefully covering a lot of local mm -hmm. um, breweries too, so that we can kind of stretch your tank and kind yeah. of like push a lot of what's going on in Wichita. So it'll be, it'll be good, but it's going to be yes. 15 ounces for a lot of people, two glasses of yeah. wine, is yeah. not exactly people's limits usually. Yeah. So they'll have to come back up. We'll have to go through a process that's kind of mandated by the state, making sure everybody's okay to keep dispensing more wine, yeah. reactivate their cars, reload their cars, and let them go back to it again. And then is it a card that you get to keep and take home? And if you still have $10 on it, you can come back and just kind of be a frequent flyer? Yep. Asking yep. for friends. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Absolutely. So that's what we're kind of hoping too is we'll have that gift card and gift card option. Yeah. So people want to come in. Oh, you know, yeah. their family's coming in. Hey, I want to put 50 bucks on this card. Mm -hmm. um, now, again, state law will mandate that that card has to be shut off okay. at midnight. Okay. Mm -hmm. The money in the ounces will stay on it. It just will be inactivated. That keeps you from going and giving it to yeah. somebody yeah. else. Okay. That Do you plan on having food or snacks or partnering with anybody? 
think sometimes people come for happy hour and fun kids days. Yeah. Um, and then dessert. Um, so we really, really think we'll hit that sweet spot of mm-hmm. happy hour before dinner yeah. and dessert post dinner. Yeah. And so yeah, we're starting those conversations now with some local places just to see um, how we can partner and because I don't want to just leave the wheel and yes have to fix my own dinner totally or my own that. dessert. Yeah. And right. Not charcuterie boards and charcuterie boards. So chocolate boards as well. Ooh. March, April, 
May, probably even still June, I didn't feel resilient at all. There were a lot of tears, right? There was a lot of goodbyes I was having to say to people, which was heartbreaking. But then at the same time, we just didn't know what we were in for. And I distinctly remember the numbers of conversations we would have that they would start with, what in the world are you doing? Why <laughs> are you doing this right now? I mean, we couldn't yeah. have asked for a worse time. Right. I mean, right? There were so many businesses that mm -hmm. weren't sure how they were going to stay open, mm -hmm. how things were going to be handled, where we were going to go. We didn't know what this pandemic was going to do or what it was going to, how comfortable were people going to be even coming out? So we really thought we were going to, we were a little delusional. We thought we were going to make faster progress than we did. We have learned a lot through this process. I know that nothing happens quickly, mm -hmm. but I am so grateful now that we didn't mm -hmm. land the first building and mm -hmm. we didn't land the second building and it took the third building mm -hmm. because if we had, I think we would have been more right knee deep in the middle of everything, potentially with limited hours, mm -hmm. with limited capacity. Yeah, hard um, time to try to open and <laughs> yeah, yeah. introduce yourself to, yeah. Yeah, but it has taken a lot of just faith and trust and trusting the journey and knowing that, especially with all these permits and licenses and process that have to go through, I am not a super controlling person, but I like my checklist mm -hmm. and I like yes. my to-do list mm -hmm. and I like my spreadsheets and I like making sure mm -hmm. that I can get stuff done. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of these things yes. that <laughs> just completely get taken out of your control. Yeah. And you just a lot of waiting a on lot people to, yeah. And yeah. not a lot of waiting while three things are starting. Yeah. It's one has to one start thing. and then mm -hmm. you have to wait. And then once that's done to a certain extent, then you can start number two or maybe number three. And so it has taught me a lot in just patience. Mm -hmm. And I have to control what I can control. Mm -hmm. And I can't, I can't do any more than that. And I just kind of have to try to stay on top of things and, and do the best that I can. And, but yeah, it's, it's been a process. So. Yeah. So what do you think is the turning point for you of like realizing how resilient you were? Like what, what moment or what um, experience made you take a step back and say, wow, look what I just went through and look where I am, that's resilient. Yeah. I, honestly, I think it was once we finally found this third location mm -hmm. and we, it, it was almost that feeling of we walked into the building and it was like, okay, it may not be it, but this really feels like it. It just kind of felt like we hit the spot of, okay, so if, if we're still looking and this is the third building, mm -hmm. then we're in it. Mm -hmm. We are in it for, for good. Um, but I think it just kind of caused this let go moment of, okay, we, yeah. we can, we can do this and we can survive it and we can, it, now, never mind that like within another month and we found out we were close, too close to the park and I was like, no, but, but you'll get through it. You'll yeah, get through but it. Each, yeah. each of those mm -hmm. steps has just been one more thing that I think has helped me feel alone with a very supportive husband that continues to remind me that mm -hmm. we're, we're doing it and 
I'm stronger than I think I am. But I think that's it. Facing, there's a lot of fears, mm -hmm. but you have to take the step. You can't just keep standing and waiting. You have mm -hmm. to take the step and uh, get the momentum going forward. And yeah, you find out you can get through a lot that you yeah. weren't sure that you could. <laughs>
but we were very fortunate, it sounds like you were very fortunate as well, where you have a support system of people that do believe in that dream, because you need that too. Mm -hmm. I think you need, you need the critics, you need those that are gonna question it, but you also need those that are like, you know, what is the downside? At least, yeah. at least, at least feeling it out to see if you can, if it's something that you can even do, but sometimes it takes that something, that negative happening mm -hmm. to get there, because if you're just working your job, you're just plugging along, mm -hmm. life just kind of gets away from you, and sometimes you don't ever do it.
think through mm -hmm. what they want, what they don't want, how they want to do it, and don't don't put limits on what you should or shouldn't do because of what you've already done or what you've done in the past. Yeah. It's you gotta look at doors and see if there's anything sort of behind them that you see open. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And there's so many different ways. I mean, say if you don't have, you know, a two partner mm -hmm. household, yeah. you could start a side hustle yeah. or you can mm -hmm. talk to your employer about going part time to explore yep. something. I mean, there's mm -hmm. just so many ways that you can do exactly that. Yep. Um, you know, regardless of yeah. your yeah. situation. I would never tell, yeah, side hustles slash, I call them slash careers, side passions. Uh -huh. um, mm -hmm. Because I started one of those before I even left corporate okay. and have never been more grateful that I kind of got that. It's a, it's a safety net. It did yeah. kind of help give you that confidence to know you've got options. So yeah. let's, yeah, let's chase the dreams yeah. and not keep saying we can't. Yeah. Right. They can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, love it. I know. <laughs> That's a good we quote. Can. Yeah, we do. We put ourselves in these boxes, and then who yeah. knows why? Because it's like, well, that's my degree, or that's what I really, that's yeah. the trajectory I've been on for my career. It's like, that's, you know, and, I, and maybe that's something that the pandemic has taught a lot of us is that sometimes life doesn't go as we plan, yeah. or we can't control <laughs> those yeah. of us who like to control <laughs> things. We can't control things all the time, but what, you know, what can we do to, to you know, what are we doing with our lives? Let's, let's live our yeah. dreams. Let's, let's make things happen. So, that's yeah. good advice. Yeah. Um, I was going to say one thing that we did when we were in Honolulu is we knew that I wanted to own my own business and be an entrepreneur. So we took a couple of years and started, you know, working the road to become debt free. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because if we had no debt, then our expenses could be lower and they could mm -hmm. really derive off yep. of one income. So it's not necessarily something that may just happen because of the trauma or overnight. But it could be something where you have this desire in your heart and nothing is going on in your life that makes you need to take the jump right now. So set yourself up, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. pay off your debt. Um, just do what you need to do to kind of make that life look the way it yeah. needs to look for you to take that step. Yeah. To eliminate it as an excuse. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You can't use that as an excuse yeah. anymore because we did the same thing. We yeah. got all finances kind of and found that financial freedom kind of mm -hmm. spot where mm -hmm. we were we were ready. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people, whether it's that or something else, you sometimes can potentially use those as totally mm -hmm. an excuse. Oh, yeah. Of, oh yeah, I can't right now. Yeah. 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 Well, you can always be working towards something. That's right. That's mm -hmm. that's true. Even if yep. you absolutely can't mentally, you can be working towards yep. getting to the place where you can. Yep. Love it. Great right. advice. Yay. Can't wait yeah. to pour our <laughs> first glass of wine. Yes. I did. So how can, I know we're not open yet, but how can everybody find you and start following you? Yep, so we are on Facebook and on Instagram, Aldina Wine Tavern. So you can find us out there. Um, try to keep everybody updated on yeah. progress and updates. So yeah, we'll cool. be looking for it soon in Delano. So yeah. excited. Thanks again for joining us. Yeah, so Thanks much. all of you. And everybody give us a share, give us a like.